Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Two Best Friends Podcast Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome back. <clears throat> I am uh, Tiffany. Hey, girl. Hey, I'm Shanita. You're tuning in to Two Best Friends. Welcome if you're new here. We're so glad to have you. If you're old here. We're so (laughs) glad to have you. We're so glad to have you today. Turn to your neighbor and say, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I was going to say make a cup of tea and make yourself comfortable and sit down somewhere because it's (laughs) Friday. (laughs) Why you still sound like a bus driver? What'd you say? Sound like a bus driver. Sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Sit down back there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. Welcome back to the podcast. And uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about some therapy you know, some things like that. Um, Before we get started, though, Shanita. Hey, that's me. Do you have a little fact for us today? Um, do I have a little fact for us today? (laughs) Well, then. (laughs) I'm just going to keep it basic today. It's a basic point. A basic um, unit of measurement. There are 5,280 feet in a mile. All right. Get to stepping. Get to stepping, y'all. It's warm outside. You have no excuse. How random is that fact, though? How random are all of my facts? (laughs) What you mean? a randomosity <laughs> i mean but it's fine it's yeah. fine first thing that came to my head actually since yes. i yeah yeah all right well thank you for that unit of measurement yeah yeah <laughs> um mm-hmm. all right so <clears throat> today we're going to talk about our journeys with therapy um <clears throat> in my opinion there's still like some stigma around therapy especially in the black community and I love the fact though that more people are feeling comfortable opening up about it and it can be scary to kind of put your business out there and open up especially if you come from a type of environment where it's like oh you don't talk about your business you keep everything private Um, I think it's much needed for people to open up in my opinion, and speaking for myself, I have felt the need lately to open up and share more about my experiences, which is odd coming from me because I don't like people in my business and I'm fairly private. But yeah, we're going to get into our therapy journeys. We're not going to go into like a lot of detail around therapy we're just going to kind of keep it general um so like what made us start and um how long we've been going and then some things that we've actually learned throughout our process 
a note about you saying people are like, don't talk about your business. I always hate it when people say that because if they're not, usually the people that are saying that don't want to talk about it either. So <laughs> you got to talk about it somewhere. Right. Why not go to someone who was trained to help you sort through all the things in your head, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess I'll start if you, unless you want to start rock, paper, scissors. Um, How do you do rock, paper, scissors over Zoom? Because we don't have the camera on. Vocally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even then it's like a delay. But I low-key want to try it. But I also low-key don't want to go on a tangent like we did last episode. So you know what? Stick. Okay, let's stick. Let's stick to the comp to the what what's what am I you know what I'm trying to say? Let's yeah. stick to the uh yeah. The let's stick to, to the, the show. Sticker, the stickeration. All right. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I can start. Okay. So I have had a couple of different experiences with therapy over the years. Um one, I, I guess I can describe the reason why I sought out once before and why I recently sought it out. The, the last time I remember before now, um, pretty sure it was about five years ago or maybe longer than that, actually. It's been a while. And I was having like anxiety to the point where I woke up one night at like 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I was I ran down to my car at 3 a.m. because I thought I was having a heart attack, but it was a panic attack. And I I was like, oh, well, I should probably talk to someone about this. So gotta love those benefits you get through the job, right? So uh yeah, that was that. And then most recently. I would say in the past couple of years, since the height of the pandemic, I've just been having a lot of stress and from all different directions, basically. And, you know, sometimes you get in that that time when life kind of kicks your butt around a little bit. And that's, you know, that's what was happening to me. So along with some grief from, you know, losing family member and other disappointments in life and other stressors so you know I didn't want to get back to the point where I was before when I was having panic attacks in my sleep so before it escalated to that point I you know recognized that I needed to get back into therapy and uh, also at the behest of my friends who definitely noticed that something wasn't quite right so yeah that was that was what led me to seek it out. Yes. Listen, I want to say something. If y'all have never experienced panic attacks, especially panic attacks that wake you up out of your sleep, mm-hmm. that is so freaking scary. It's like, terrifying. Oh, my God. And there was a point, I know for me, it was a point one time I was having them daily like I would just and I would be afraid to go back to sleep and I would just stay up and yeah so it's very scary 
Yeah. And it does it doesn't do anything more than but just puts more stress on your body. Right. So it's it it's like, yeah, you gotta do something. <laughs> mm -hmm. Gotta do something. Oh, no. Um <clears throat> so for me, I feel like I've I have a whole <laughs> like I got a whole dissertation. <laughs> Well, we just give us the abstract, child. Just give us the abstract. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> you can. Okay, so the basis for me starting therapy all has to do with grief, whether I was grieving the death of someone or grieving a thing or grieving something or someone that was still alive and someone including myself because you you can grieve the old you the old version of you and it's yeah, oh, yeah. we won't, yeah, we won't get into all that but but for the most part it had to do with some type of grief and changing my life due to grief so 2019 was my first time going to therapy and if I'm being honest, it should have been in 2005 because both of those years uh, were major deaths. So in 2005, my mom passed. I did not grieve properly, if at all. And then 2019 is when my dad passed. And so in 2019, I could not do the unhealthy things that I was doing when my mom died. It just wouldn't work. Like I would just put myself into focusing on school and and working and pushing things off and deflecting a lot, pretending I was fine. And I also found myself in 2019 starting to grieve my mom again, along with <laughs> the grief of my dad. And that was because Listen, when you when you are truthful with yourself in therapy, all types of stuff will come out. Okay. It's yes, it's like this mental regurgitation of stuff and it's gross. And mm -hmm. it's like it's not yeah, pretty. It was it was it was it was yeah, it was woo, and being and being transparent. Uh, when I started therapy, something that I I actually haven't shared with, I've only shared with like maybe a couple of people, um, was that I actually blamed myself for my mom's death for like over 11 years. And that was stuff, there was like some deep rooted stuff that I should have dealt with like so many years ago that was coming up. Um, and so for me over the years, I would like, tell myself I need to go to therapy I know several times I talked to Shanita like oh my god I need to go to therapy and she was like um mm -hmm. you need to make an appointment and I'm like yeah okay I'll look and I just looked uh -huh. to soothe my conscience you know and then I would look again and save their information to soothe my conscience and then finally what prompted me to go in 2019 was a couple months after my dad passed, I was on a business trip and I knew 
that I was not in the right mental space. Like I just was not myself. People could tell that I wasn't myself. And I voiced that I wasn't in the right headspace to go, but I let that whole, I'm a strong superwoman mentality take over. And I was listening, oh, but you're, you're, you're so strong. You can handle it. And I just psyched myself up to go. So I just remember, like, I just, I was a mess, y'all. Like, I was, like, crying multiple times a day. And I was walking through the, I remember walking through the airport. My anxiety was on, like, a 30. And I would have, like, I would listen to these, like, meditation things, like, on Spotify, trying to calm myself down. Or, like, I would find, like, empty areas near the gate where it was, like, not many people there and try to calm myself down. And I was just like, I was just, I was crying walking through the airport. I was in a daze. I was like hella depressed. And it was just, it was, it was trash. <laughs> and so when I was up there, I think like the second or third day I was there, I was on my way to the office. So um, if you haven't listened to the podcast, so I used to be a trainer and so I traveled a lot and I went and taught and trained and did all this stuff. And so um, I was on my way to the office and I, cause I usually went and was there like 30 minutes or an hour before training classes started. And I had been crying like all morning and I kept saying, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And so on my drive to the office, I remember letting out a huge scream and then I started panicking. Like I just like felt like I couldn't breathe. I tried to catch my breath. I was sobbing uncontrollably. I was, I actually like, was like kind of swerving off the road a little bit. And so one part of me was like, girl, you need to pull over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the other part of me was like, girl, you got a training class to teach. Guess which one I listened to. Yeah, we know. As I sip my yeah. iced tea. Yeah, we know. So I kept driving. And when I got there, I sat in the parking lot. I was sobbing and I called my boss. I was like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. And thankfully, my teammate was able to come and fill in. Like, I was a mess. Like, I was sobbing on the phone. And then my teammate came and sat in the truck with me. I was sobbing. Mind you, this was Tiffany who didn't show no emotion who didn't cry in front of people, but that day, that morning, at 7 something a.m., I was sobbing out of control, out of control. And um, yeah, so um, I ended up having to leave. I think I left like the next day to come back to Texas. And I was like, yep. I need to actually see somebody, like for real, like not just save somebody's number, not Google somebody and then throw the paper away. I need to actually go and see somebody. And fast forward to my first session where I cried like a baby. I was like, she ain't going to get me. My therapist can't break me down. And I'm just oh my <laughs> 
Not you going into therapy with uh with the with, with yeah okay yes all right that was me that was me <laughs> this girl went into therapy with this bravado child I did okay. right. I did I was like nope you're not gonna you're not uh huh what but um but we just met and now I'm crying in front of you. <laughs> As if this lady hadn't been in school and right. did all these hours of training <laughs> just to do this. <laughs> Listen, oh my gosh. Like just because you know, like, okay, if you've never been to therapy, usually they um you have an intake form where they ask you about stuff. And that was our first session. So I'm just like, we're just gonna go over this little thing and she's gonna be like you know what I want to get out of therapy and I'm like I'm only here because I need help da, 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 da. Woo! yeah it was it was a lot <laughs> you know what else happens you put what? down you know you, you fill out the intake form and you put down you know what you think you're going in for listen and, and it turns into way like hold on girl I didn't ask you that I didn't I didn't want to talk about that like what are you yes. what are you start asking you questions and it's like wait a whole wait hold, wait a minute how dare you get in my business flag <laughs> on the play child what is how, happening how dare you make me go back 50 years and deal with right? this to I'm here for this <laughs> yes uh... Yes, yes. yeah um that's that but throughout it all we've definitely learned some things not only about ourselves but about the process in general like I know one of the things that I learned is which is it should be a given but therapy does not work unless you truly do the work. Like if you are truly serious about healing, you have to be honest with yourself. And something that I did not do at first, you have to be honest with your therapist. Girl, you would lie to your therapist. That's neither here nor there. I have I am a changed woman, okay? Wow. <laughs> wow. You have to be honest with your therapist. Okay? Wow. Now, if your therapist on their stuff, okay, a lot of times they can see through your BS. Oh yeah. All right. So <laughs> yeah, so be honest with yourself, be honest with your therapist. You have to do the homework. You have to, have to, have to, and you have to put in the effort and be willing to sit with the uncomfortable parts of yourself and own it. Like that's the key part. Own it and grow from it. Yeah. What's one thing you learned? For me, I would say the most important thing I've learned is that emotions are a human experience. <laughs> And it's not really like human experiences in it's what we all have. We we all have emotions. Mm -hmm. And it's more about it's not really it's not about avoiding them because that will hurt you in the long run. It's more about processing them in a healthy manner. Cause avoidance right. will will tear you up internally. And it will be when you least expect it. Woo, say that one more well, that last part one more time emotions wait 
Now I forgot what I said just that fast. Uh, <laughs> avoiding your emotions, um, it, it it'll mess you up, but it'll it'll happen when you least expect it. That's basically yeah. what I said. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I had a hard time expressing my emotions, and my therapist gave me a feelings wheel, and I'm like, at my big age close to 40 I need a feelings wheel but it worked so <laughs> I mean, but when you think about it how many of us probably need that because right. a lot of people did not especially in our generation were not taught how to identify and process their emotions mm -hmm. it was always like you know a kid is to be seen and not heard right so of course you know if you don't learn those tools as you get older then you it's just something that you got to relearn right or actually just learn <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. right another thing i learned is you don't need all the answers like there are times in my sessions, my therapist would ask me how I felt about a situation or why I felt a certain way. And I always felt like I needed to know the answer to it because I'm a problem solver. Like I have to find a solution. I have to find the answer to things. And for a while, it was so uncomfortable for me to say and be honest with myself, like, I don't know how I feel. I don't know how to answer that. I don't know why I did that. Or I don't know why I feel I feel that way. And then, of course, the work comes afterwards to figure out why am I feeling this way? Why am I behaving this way? Or, you know, things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And it also goes back to being honest with your therapist. <laughs> Because oh, there were a couple times where I was making up stuff and I was like, I don't really feel like that. I Guys, don't. Please don't lie to your therapist. Yeah, please don't. It was, dude, I remember it was such, it was a horrible feeling. I started to book another session for the next slide and be like, I lied to you. <laughs> I'm sorry I lied to you, Martin. I just didn't want to go to Arizona. <laughs> Okay, that was that was a good that was a good callback right there. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you don't, oh, right. Well. Oh, let's say another thing that I've learned is uh more about boundaries and set not only setting them but enforcing them. Yes. It kind of it actually that actually goes right into the third thing that I learned is that people pleasing really only hurts the person doing the people pleasing in the long run yes. if you don't you can set your boundaries but if you don't enforce your boundaries it's like what's the point it's like what's the point what's the point <laughs> what's the point of saying no if you're just going to you know not enforce your no so I guess in some ways it has made my relationships and friendships um, more authentic because I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing it. 
<laughs> or yeah, I'm not, I, you know, you know, I'm just not feeling it today and that's okay. And for the most part, it hasn't been an issue at all. So yeah. when you used to do that, what happened? <laughs> you know, I happened. How about that? That's what happened. I got to go home and chill with my plant. My last thing that I've learned, which we, I'm sure we've learned more than three, but we wanted to kind of like this habit. You don't need to go to therapy only when there's a problem or a traumatic event. It's okay. Like if you have like a, like a big change in your life or you just need to like, just regulate, like just have just have a little check-in every once in a while. You can go see someone without there being trauma involved. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you might need, like, let's say if there's a big career change that you're having and you are not sure how to navigate it. Or let's say, I know one time for me, like when like a big career change I couldn't get excited because I felt guilty about being excited like oh my gosh why am I feeling guilty like I'm leaving people behind or something even though I worked hard for it so sometimes you just need to talk things out with a professional a licensed professional yes <laughs> let's let's uh emphasize license and also someone that you feel comfortable with that you have you know they can actually you know provide you with the tools that you need because not every therapist is a good fit and that's okay yes and it's perfectly okay to end that relationship and find someone else if it's not working absolutely Mm-hmm. Speaking of not working, I am curious to know because this is a, a podcast about friendships. I'm curious to know how many friends go to therapy when they hit a riff in their friendship. Because mm-hmm. we we often hear about people um like couples therapy, either like in the marriage or premarital things like that but we rarely hear at least I do I rarely hear or see friends go to friend go to go to friend therapy oh my god go to <laughs> go to therapy to help get over whatever hump they need to get over hmm I I think the closest thing I've seen to that is siblings mm-hmm. or like more distant family members like maybe cousins or something but yeah they're still blood related though yeah I haven't really heard of friends going to therapy together (laughs) I know Hmm. I say yeah no I haven't heard of friends going to therapy I guess I I don't know why I don't see a lot of that but I uh I can kind of theorize why because the work that you do the work that you do individually on yourself is already going to affect your friendships anyway mm-hmm. especially the ones that, that are the closest to you 
you know, you start making these changes and the people around you are either going to continue to love you for it and adjust or mm-hmm. they're going to fall away for whatever reason. So I don't know, maybe that has something to do with it. Interesting. Yeah, I can see that because then it's like, I guess if the friend who isn't doing the work, if they see a change, I don't know, because I feel like, okay, I feel like sometimes when people do the work, there's one person doing the work, there's one person not doing the work. Like you said, it's automatically going to be some type of change in the dynamic of the friendship. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the person doing the work might fall out of sync with the person not doing the work and realize that person is not who I need in my life. That's called growing apart. Would you do therapy for that though? I mean, I don't know. And I say that because that question just made me realize most if not all of our immediate friend group has been through therapy at some point like individually and you can tell you can tell with how we are yeah you can tell with how we are with each other right how they are in their relationships and their friendships and stuff it's been a lot of growth in this circle and you know people growing at different intervals different speeds different phases of life and we're all kind of we all kind of have that understanding of each other in that way I think that I I'm, I know that helps I know that helps true that's hmm. why I'm like I don't know if people going together is I don't actually I just don't know if it's necessary I guess if one person isn't doing the work because mm-hmm. I don't have that ex- I don't have that experience so I don't know how that feels to be friends with someone who hasn't tr- at least attempted to do the work right yeah no, I'm just curious just something you know I remember us talking about randomly as we always do <laughs> yeah. one day of um I guess I maybe I should give like a different like a basic example like if there's like a communication breakdown between friends perhaps I could see hmm. I don't know just random what do y'all think audience would you if you were having some type of um some type of rift with your friends would you seek out therapy or counseling or something something outside of your friend group like you go to someone who does not know you to try to mend your friendship or enhance your friendship let us know what you think would you or would you not you can email us at two best friends podcast at gmail.com that was perfect thank <laughs> um all right so <laughs> it is time for emo pro emo pro emo pro tip was gonna ask about emo pro yeah yeah uh, Emo Pro is our mental health check-in segment, and we just check in on each other on a completely random scale. So on a scale of the Pelican Inn. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> no way. What was that um motel back home? The David Motel. <laughs> Child, <laughs> you know of the David Motel <laughs> to Hilton. Ooh. How's the mental health this week? If you know, you know. If you don't, oh well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's really one of those. If you know, you know. Right. Um, is that place still open? Girl, I don't know. Oh my goodness. Scary things. Would put <laughs> <laughs> I was actually gonna put myself at the Hilton because the top of that scale for me would be like the four seasons, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but let's do four seasons then. Or actually, not four seasons. The Ritz, uh, Ritz Carl. Yes, thank yes. you. Yes, let's do the Ritz, Ritz darling. Yeah, couldn't own the Ritz. Yeah. yeah, so I'm at I'm at a Hilton. I'm at a Hilton, which is like you know. It's, now which it's, Hilton it's, it's, though? Right. The really, 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 really good one. We got the Double Tree, <laughs> which has some nice cookies. Wow. Is that have... the one that leaves them on the pillow for you? been a while since i've stayed at a double tree i'm sorry anyway keep continue yeah let's see well ding dong ding dong ding dong ding dong <laughs> so i would say holiday in for me oh my i mean that's not bad because i've been yeah. in some nice holiday ins yes yeah, I was, it's just been a long, tiring week. So I don't know if y'all can tell, but I'm laying down recording this podcast because that's how tired I am. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I am about to fall asleep, um, but I think I'm going to stay up all night uh, working. Oh, well, well, well. Don't you think you may want to get some rest before you dive into... No. No, okay. <laughs> oh, right. No, I actually rested a little bit earlier, more than I wanted to, actually, like earlier today. <laughs> I think I slept for like two or three hours. Oh, because so. that's so much time. Anywho, we encourage y'all to find <laughs> your own way to check in with your friends every once in a while and um yeah <laughs> and get on their nerves if you if you know because hey whatever <laughs> anyway um thank you for tuning in today two best friends podcast as Shanita stated no. earlier huh I was nothing go ahead oh <laughs> Uh, you can email us at two, that's the number two, best friends podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagrams. Like, like, share, and subscribe. Yes, like, share, follow, subscribe, share with your friends and send us stuff to talk about. And also, before mm -hmm. I forget, yes. before I forget, this episode was brought to you by Clothes Steamers. They get out the wrinkles. In my opinion, there is nothing like a good iron. Child, you know what? You I what? love a good iron. I'm old school. I listen. Mm -mm. I love a good mm -mm. iron. I've ruined enough clothes to know that the steamer life is for me. 
It's not. There is nothing like putting your clothes on the ironing board and pressing and spreading a little water on it and some starch and pressing <laughs> it and then hitting it with the steam. Is that, <laughs> did you hear what you just said though? What? Hitting it with the steam. Mm-hmm. So you could just. No, you, know, you, you can't it, press with the steam. You can't press. You can only steam with the steam. With the iron, you can press and steam. Why do I feel like when we're in our 50s, you're going to be starching your white shirts? Girl, I already do. And uh -oh. I'm <laughs> Come on. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of laundry care, y'all, I have had my dryer for nine years and I used the wrinkle care feature for the first time like last month why y'all ain't tell me about the wrinkle care feature well who it works well I don't I don't you you what you didn't look at the buttons I did but I was like this ain't gonna work <laughs> but why would they put the feature I just, because again, I'm old school. You pull the ironing out and you, you iron it. <laughs> but I needed I needed the wrinkles to just be gone for a quick second. Yes, I know a steamer would have come in handy. It but, would have. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, but yeah, I I used the wrinkle care feature and I was like, what type of magic is this? Wow. What type of magic is this? Some may say that it's another form of a steamer. That's our show for today, everyone. <laughs> Have an amazing weekend. We will see you next time. Bye, girl. Bye. bye. <laughs>